Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast on a wild thought Wednesday. Dreary day in Chicago. The World Series is set. Rangers and Diamondbacks, we'll talk about that. We have the report cards out. Our report cards and grading continue with Adbert Alzali today, the Cubs closer. And uh, that that wild thought Wednesday will take us to a strange and bizarre place <laughs> potentially today. But maybe not as crazy as you think. Because I will admit, I thought it was absurd, this idea. When I first heard it, I thought, this is Cody's craziest thing he's ever said. And then, yep. he sort of talked me into it. Don't you love it when I can talk you into something? Yeah, because it really is Because it normally doesn't happen. We can't let that happen often. No, <laughs> not very often at all. Well, for, number one, you can't let it happen. And number two... It normally is pretty crazy. I will admit, big of me to admit, that it, most of my, you know, my wild thoughts, as we are calling it, are crazy. But this one, I was like, big brain energy, baby. So Big brain energy. Well, you yeah. put on your Jays today. You put on the Jordan 1s. Mm-hmm. And he it's thought, the Bulls home opener hey, night. This is the best part of the Bulls season. Bulls before season, they play a game. It. This is I, the most optimistic I'll be about the Bulls probably for the next five years. Today, <laughs> right here. And then tomorrow... <laughs> Yeah, makes right sense. And then it continues yeah. to go down. Tomorrow, tomorrow, to go down like after. tonight. That's <laughs> yeah. like, like, right, one might right. say the optimism o'clock. doesn't even exist, but if you want to call it optimism, it's only going to continue to go By down. By 745 <laughs> tonight, probably all over. Yeah. Probably. Well, they are like one and a half point favorites over on the books. So, uh, I see the live chat them. is going. Make sure you subscribe to the CHGO Sports YouTube page. Best way to enjoy the experience, uh, and also check out the CHGO Locker. we got lots of cool merch, lots of good Bulls gear in there to start the season. The uh, Hawk stuff is is great. And, of course, don't forget Meatball Island. <laughs> we were talking about, you know, we need one wild that. thoughts. Before we get to the wild thought Wednesday, let me give you what I had to admit on Twitter last night. I would have predicted the Diamondbacks fourth in their division. Going into the year? Yeah. Fourth in their division. If you'd asked me to to lay out that West in the National League, couldn't have put them higher than fourth. Only the Rockies below? Only the Rockies below. I remember saying in the preseason that I didn't think they would make the playoffs, but I thought they would be a competitive team that would be annoying to people. But well, it's I a good division. It is a yeah. good division. I'm yeah. not saying that. But I, 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 well, I'm well, just, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying that like I thought that that – they could win 70-some games. And, like, comparably to the last couple years that they had, yeah. that would have been a huge improvement for them. But, uh, yeah, obviously, they even surpassed those expectations that I had. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, ahead, yeah, because, like, you – where you rank them, I mean, you, you assume the Dodgers – I mean, they, they did win 100, 100-something games, right, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Padres, we saw, like, they underperformed for sure, but, like, we expect them to be a lot better – and who else am I missing in the division? The Giants were supposed to be mm-hmm. at least a, at least a playoff contender, and they were for a while. I think they they kind of faded be back mid at the like end they too. always are. Yeah, um, I I probably would have agreed with you like Diamondbacks fourth, but I also would have agreed with you like that they would be like a little frisky fun kind of team that kind of like the Cubs of twenty twenty two. But with better talent. Like, At like the, we, the like, end of the season, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> like, but not yeah. too many people picking them to be in the World no, Series. No. no like no. the playoffs would have been like, I think the playoffs for the Diamondbacks was like a good outcome, right? Like mm-hmm. we talk about the Cubs in 2023, like had they made the playoffs, that would f- feel more like a successful season than, than where they ended up. Yeah. I think the Diamondbacks were roughly in the same boat because I don't think their talent level is much higher than what the Cubs had this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they what, they won 84 games this year, one more than the Cubs. Like, they, Thanks for the reminder. Thank you. They are, they were a, they they felt like a good, not great team. Yeah. Uh, but even that, like when you you get in the playoffs, if you start playing baseball, like if you get hot at the right time in the playoffs, like it, anything can happen. We see it all the time. We saw the uh, the opposite true with like Nick Castellanos, and like he was hot in the series prior, and then this series. I don't, did he even get a hit? In, in thought he had. I thought he had. A, like, didn't he have like one or one good game against maybe? the Diamondbacks? Or maybe I'm just thinking against the Braves. Yeah, I, I don't but know. like maybe like, but like he got together. like the, the yeah. Phillies just kind of got cold in those last two games, and then the Diamondbacks just the entire yeah, lineup they, got they cold. Just stayed honestly. hot. I mean, outside so, of Schwarber, I mean, Turner and Harper got cold yeah, these last. Even two a great games. lineup can go cold. So that's what I'm saying. So like, if you're the Diamondbacks, and, and I mean the same goes for the Cubs, except I don't know. 
how that bullpen would have held up in the playoffs. Like I don't I don't know that I see them making this kind of run the way that well, the way that things were going in September. I, I can't I can't I I can't see them going on this kind of run, but yeah. I mean, I can't say for sure that they wouldn't because anything can happen in playoff baseball. But I mean, yeah, Diamondbacks were a, again a, a fun team that that earlier in the season, like for a little while, was leading the West, and we're like, okay, this is actually a, a pretty good team. Um, and they slowed down a little bit, but managed to get in, and and now they're you know going to the World they, Series. They they have every like, I mean, I know they're going to the world, they're in the World Series, but like they were everything that. Like that I wanted the Cubs to be this year in terms of like the vibes. Like, you know, I, I tried to manifest like 2015 vibes in this Cubs team. That's what the Diamondbacks were this year. They had the young players. I mean, they even called up Jordan Lawler late in the year, and he he hasn't even done anything in these mm-hmm. postseasons. He's been sitting on the bench the entire time, and he's one of the top prospects in baseball. But Corbin Carroll is their version of Chris Bryant, right? Like yeah. he's gonna win rookie of the year. He's one of the one of the he was the top prospect coming into into baseball this year. Um, you know, Alec Thomas, Chicago kid, he, you know, the overall season numbers aren't great, but he's been huge for them this postseason. Mm-hmm. Young guy. Uh, Cattell Marte, he's their version of Anthony Rizzo. Been there during some of the rough years, and he just won an LCS MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got Zach Gallon, an ace. Uh, you can call him the Arietta or the Lester, whatever you want to call him. Like, and even Merrill Kelly has been very good for them. Uh, you know, Tommy Pham was a great, uh, you know, deadline pickup. That has been like a veteran leader Yuck. for their for their young team. I, I hate saying it because I hate him. But and then <laughs> Evan Longoria too. I mean, he's been there all year. He's been he's been in the league for like fifteen years. So you know, you can call him the the David Ross or whatever for them. Like they they. I, well, look at Brandon Brandon Fott too. Like yeah, he didn't have guy. he didn't have like good numbers. No, in the he was all season. he was. I was telling Luke that Brandon Fott was a guy. Like I remember we we did post game. After a game that we <laughs> yes. lost to the Diamondbacks and he pitched. Yeah. And we were like, how is the hell this guy have a six ERA and we can't hit off him? <laughs> well, he just shut he shut down the Phillies not once, but twice. Yeah. He's shoving in the play. He got two seven, two, 2.70 ERA in his four starts in the playoffs. He's not going super deep into games, but for the time he's out there, he's pitching well. And for a rookie, like... For a rookie going on a World Series run now, a pennant, a pennant run, a pennant win, like... How much more can you ask out of that guy? Right. Like that? You know, they've gotten way more, like, they've exceeded everything that they could have ever thought of this year. And I think a lot of it has to do with just, like, the young guys that they had come up. Obviously, they're, like, like they're 21st in payroll uh, in, in baseball. Like, you know. I, most people are saying, hey, the Phillies choked today, okay? But you guys, you, you guys, I wasn't, I wasn't really, I wasn't going to go here, but... It's give me give me camera uh, the other camera here, Sarah. Give me the other camera. This Luke, this Luke is the important. Other camera. This is important. It was already on. The, the Cubs better pay attention to last night. Okay, they better you better pay attention, Chicago Cubs, because two years ago the Rangers lost 102 and the Diamondbacks lost 110, and this season they're the team that kept the Diamondbacks are the team that kept you out of the postseason. What they do? They won six out of seven games against you late in the season. But they still finish just one game ahead of you. That's how fine the line is. So the next time you think about playing Hosmer for five more games, remember, one game separated you from the team that made the World Series. One game. The next time you think, I don't know if we want to spend the extra $20 million on that free agent or $100 million on that free agent. Remember, one game separated you from a team that's in the World Series. Remember, that final playoff team is now in the World Series. And what separated you? A, t- a single tiny game. So the next time that player's out there thinking this summer or this winter, eh, maybe I won't work out today. Maybe I don't need to work on my defense. One game separated you from the World Series team. It's a small little difference. So the next time you're thinking to yourself in this at the winter meetings, ah, are those prospects really worth giving up to get that one more star player? One single game separating. It's a fine line in baseball. And by the way, while you're thinking that, don't forget the most important part. And here it is. Every team behind you is thinking that about you as well. Wow. Look at the Cubs finished two games ahead of us. What's it going to take to pass the Cubs next season? Eh, maybe it's this $10 million move. Maybe it's this free agent. So you better not, you better not say, well, we can be status quo and continue to grow incrementally towards the next World Series. These teams in two years went from 100-loss teams to the World Series. Mm -hmm. 
And so you better not rest on your hands this offseason because if you do, you know where we're going to be next year? Right here. Sitting here doing the same show. Grades in October. Yep. Great. We'll, we'll be grading and we'll be out fishing on the ocean while everybody else is out playing baseball. And it, I mean, that's, that's crazy to think about. They lost six of seven of this team. One game and they still in. only finished one game ahead of the Cubs, and now they're playing in the World Series. Yeah, one, one, change, change the outcome of one of those games, and they, Cubs are in the playoffs. It's, yeah. If that doesn't motivate the Cubs this offseason, seriously, like, we, I kind of laugh at the chat. Mm-hmm. No offense to the chat. Some people in the chat, when early in the season, you're saying, why is Hosmer playing again? Why is Mancini doing this? We're throwing away games that matter. It's like, yeah, but guys, it's a marathon. It's 162. The team that beat them out by one freaking game is now in the World Series. Mm-hmm. So while Ryan's right, I don't, I don't think if the Cubs made it, they were going to make any noise in the postseason. You don't know. Never know. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah, don't know because said, that's the that's the quirky thing. I don't know if the playoff format is right, but that's what it is. So a team like the Diamondbacks can end up in the World Series. Yeah. Well, it, the Godfather goes, doesn't like it. He doesn't like that. I have a take on a that. A team can finish 16 games out of out of first and make the World Series. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do then? Just have division winners and eliminate wild card? Go back to the old school days? Yeah. Let's I'm go okay backwards. with that, but then <laughs> then we have, you know, you're even further from getting to the postseason. Right. My, what I was going to add to what you're saying is like, I know the Rangers spent money, but they were also like the five seed for the American League. It's not like they won their division. Right. They were mm-hmm. a wild card team, too. And, and related to what Collada said, the 83 win St. Louis Cardinals in 2006 got in and they won the World Series. Yep. This shit's been happening for years, bro. It's been happening for years. That one makes me really, really freaking sick. And so does the 2011 St. Louis Cardinals, who were like eight games back in. Freaking September, somehow got in because I think it was the Brewers or the Astros. I don't know if the Astros were still part of the Central, but some some team shit their pants at the end of the year and they got in because they got hot like the Diamondbacks did and the Cubs got cold, right? And what happened? David Freeze happened and they won the World Series. I I I'm so tired of the like like give credit where credit is due. The teams got in. And they got hot. They deserve to be there. Yeah. They deserve to be there. They beat the... Am I and wrong? It, and, Go back. Is it the Brewers, Dodgers, and Phillies? Is that who they beat? Brewers, the Brewers, Dodgers, Dodgers and, and Phillies. Phillies. Yes. You're yeah. trying to tell me they got lucky? No, and I'm, I'm with you, Cody, in that... Like, it, it always feels... And, and, you know, football's a little different because they only play one game. They're not like a, a series. It's one game. So, like, really in one game, anything can happen. But, like, in the NBA... It's chalky. It feels like most of the time, and I know there's always there's always upsets, but most of the time, the better teams win those series. Same right? thing in the NFL. But what yeah. I'm saying is, like NFL, Baseball there's a little more of like anything can happen yeah. in this game because it, it, it is just one game. game. Yeah, a couple fumbles. Like the yeah. fact that, like, yeah, teams that were wild card teams that barely got in can very much just get hot and go to the World Series in baseball. That's what I love about baseball, man. It's you, you just you really do just got to get in there and see if you can make some noise. Again, I'm going to say I don't think the Cubs would have, but we don't know that because we're seeing the Diamondbacks make noise right now against some of the best teams in the playoff in the the playoff bracket, right? So I can't I, – I can't – I can't I, – I'm going to sit here and disagree with – I am going to sit here and disagree with the Godfather and that I love the fact that teams that were towards the bottom of the playoff standings and the playoff bracket had to fight and claw their way past really good teams – to get to the World Series. I love that. I love that they had to do that because it, it shows teams that are on the, you know, in, in, sort of more in the middle of the of the standings that get in there and anything can happen. Like, there are so many teams more in other teams sports. More teams will try. It's yeah. why, it's yeah, why exactly. you got to try and get in every year. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's it's why that sustained success is key that the Astros have had. That's why we talked about with the Cubs at the trade deadline. People were saying they're not going to do anything anyway, like just sell, 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 whatever. Even even that was even when they had worked their way back to like right there and and into a buyer's position and I'm like why wouldn't you keep this team together that has actual playoff aspirations and why wouldn't you keep that team together and see what they can do of course it didn't work out right but like keeping them together and trying to get in is so much better than selling and and waving the white flag two months left to go in the season I I, I don't yeah. I don't like that and so I like that teams like the Diamondbacks show you if you get in 
and you get hot, anything can happen. I like I like that a lot. I, I sort of made fun of the Diamondbacks like a month ago when the Cubs started losing to them. Like you're gonna let the you're gonna let Arizona keep you out of the postseason. The di- what's so great about the Diamondbacks? When I, well, you know what? They're <laughs> they a pretty good team. They showed when you I, when yeah. I was in Arizona. And listen, when I was there, the there Cody t- Curse we remember. Oh yeah, Co- well Cody went there, and all of a sudden the Diamondbacks <laughs> rocket ship. We should have you, you PHNX should have you yeah, on they, to the, they should <laughs> hire you. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Cody. We can move on now. I don't even want to say what I want to say. <laughs> go ahead, Cody. You, say it. Cody, Cody oh, said no, last I, night he wanted to hug me someday like the PHNX people were hugging each other. You need, I would love do you to need hug a hug Luke. So I would like to hug Luke the way that I watch the, uh, our, my and guy I'm, Derek. Like a and big I'm not going to lie, Cody. I'm a damn good hugger. I'm big a hugger. Da- big Dave hugs? Yeah. Well, as good as his, my kid has, my kids have a book called the hug machine <laughs> and it's a little boy with a cape that goes around and makes people feel better by hugging by them. Hugging them. Cute, yeah. Big Dave is, he's the big hug machine. Yeah. If you know, if you've never had a hug from big Dave, it just changes your soul for the it day. Does, it does. Anyway, I guess, sorry, I'll say it. What I was going to say when I was out there, like I, I know the, the Cubs, they hurt themselves a lot in those games, but it just felt like. When I was in the ballpark, it felt like the Diamondbacks just didn't let up. Like, mm-hmm. if something didn't go their way, they found a way to bounce back. And that's what they did against the Phillies. I mean, they were down in the series. I wrote them they off. They were down in the series. I thought they were done. And then uh, Barb's favorite person, Craig Kimbrell, decided to blow two games. So, like, <laughs> it, it, it's it's just what it is. Like, it, it is what it is. I just I, – I'd rather give credit to – to the Dimebacks for getting where they are. And and I like the parody. I think that's the one word that we haven't mentioned during yeah. this conversation is like in the NBA and the NFL, like when you think about the NFL, it's like, okay, it's Patrick Mahomes' league until it's not anymore, right? You feel like that every year, even when they the Chiefs don't win the, the Super Bowl because they have the best quarterback in the league. The NBA, it's like for the longest time, it was like, all right, is LeBron going to do this or is it going to be Steph? Is it, you know, like in, in baseball, we haven't had a, a, like we haven't had a dynasty team since the Yankees when I was like, I don't know, eight years old. And the closest thing that you can say that's a dynasty in baseball now is maybe the Astros. Yeah, seven straight. And that NLCS. includes a World Series in which they mm-hmm. got caught for cheating. So, like, it every year it's a new team that, that wins. Yeah. And there's always surprise teams that do something. Like, the Phillies were a surprise team last year. They were the sixth team in the – like, the sixth seed in the NL last year and got all the way to the World Series. They didn't win. They lost. But they still got pretty far. Like – I like like that's the one thing that I love about baseball comparably to all those other two leagues is like there's always parity. There's always if you get in, anything yep. can happen. It's not like how I feel about the Bulls, but the Bulls, they get that last playoff spot <laughs> or whatever this year. I'm going to I'm just going to be pissed they didn't tank cuz there's it's just it's chalky every year in the NBA almost. You might might get some upsets like Ryan said earlier, but like in baseball, it's just like every year there's always some sort some of Cinderella crazy. or like crazy story or something happens and, and teams do it. And that's why, to round it out, that's why the 2016 Cubs were so special, man. That team was the best team in baseball from April 11th or whatever that date was that they never got left first place ever again. They were, they were the best team in baseball from that moment all the way to the very end mm-hmm. to when they won game seven. You know what? They were down 3-1 in that series, and they figured it out. They 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 realized, okay, we can't lose another game. And what they did, they they won the three Actually games. The they won, the, like, I, the, that team was special. That team was great. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, like, it goes both ways. You can have the Dimebacks win 84 games, and sure, yeah, the Cubs let them get in because of their own stupid <laughs> shit, but... All the Cubs have to do is split some of those. You know, win like two more of those games against them, and that could have been your opportunity. Or the Marlins when they got swept in Miami. I mean, yeah, we could go back a lot of games. There's no question about it. There's a lot of, what if he did this? What if he did that? Godfather still just wants to see the best teams, period. I say the best teams should win the damn games and make the World Series themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't don't think teams should be rewarded for... Just being very good over 162. Like, great. Like, you get higher seeds. You play the lower teams in the playoffs. Yeah. There you go. Like, win win the games. Then, That's me. To me, then, then you have – this will never happen because of money and TV, but then you have to have three division winners and the next 
highest win total. Yep. Period. That's the only way you can do it. Well, if you want to have the best teams, well, yeah, the like, old school way, just either like division winners ago. in that way well, or sure. just I mean, do the division winners. And not even 20 years like ago. They 10, used to, 10 they used years to, ago? Yeah, like 10 years ago, it was just one wild card yeah, team. before they had the two, yeah. Yeah, and then they and then they added a second wild card team like right around when the Cubs went to the wild card in 2015. Yeah. Imagine if that team had won 97 games and missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the what's you know? uh, what's another way you could do it? You just uh, eliminate where people stand in divisions because you still have people playing that way, but you have the even schedule, and then you just take the top six records. And play a, play a tournament? I, oh, yeah, I top know. 12 records and play a tournament with the top 12 record? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just like, I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm, I'm, I'm just over the the people that want to, that, that hate, that are blaming the playoff format that the because the Braves didn't do well or all these other teams didn't do well. Like the teams Arizona I, beat. Like, I'm, that's not a fluke. Like, a few yeah. days rest cannot be the reason that these teams just fell apart, man. I refuse to believe that. Yeah, I don't know. They earned it. It's it's a little hard to watch, and I don't know if it's the most exciting World Series, but I'll still watch it. It's that, not, I know no, a lot of people are it. bummed that it's like Rangers, Diamondbacks outside of but still Arizona and Dallas. They're still fun yeah. teams to watch. The they real, are. the true, real baseball fans will will be interested in this World Series. Yeah. Unfortunately, for ratings, like MLB, you know, was rooting oh, for the Phillies yeah. last night. <laughs> I was Astros. rooting for the Phillies. They, they, <laughs> they wanted, wanted Phillies them. Astros, right? Yeah, and there's just mm-hmm. there's like Bryce Harper. That's that, that you know that's a name that. If you think about baseball, most people in the world know, right? But when you look, think of the Diamondbacks, it's like, who's on this team? If you haven't followed the team at all, you haven't watched baseball all season long, you and you hear, oh, who are the Diamondbacks? You're like, I don't know one player on that team probably. Rangers, okay, maybe Seager? You know, Scherzer? Right. You know, like, they, they there's bigger names on the Rangers for sure. But, like, for sure, the, the, the MLB was definitely cheering for the the Phillies last night. And so for ratings, yeah, MLB is not going to get much, but hopefully hopefully the series is fun. Like I'm I'm excited to watch it and I like I said I think real like the real people who like baseball in general, yeah. they'll watch. Ratings are whatever. MLB is still going to make a lot of money on this World Series. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're right they'll, about they'll that. They'll be they'll be all right. Uh we're going to talk Wild Thought Wednesday. And that's coming up after the break and how actually these two teams being in the World Series could impact a Wild Thought Wednesday moving throughout the offseason here. But first, I want to tell you about our new partner, uh, Empire Today. They keep, you know, you want to go shopping for flooring again? They keep shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection. Their philosophy is to help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with a thousand choices and substitutes. What they leave out of their selection is, is just as important as what they put in. Empire's product team exhaustively combs through thousands of product samples each year to find the perfect styles for you. And their virtual floor designer is a great way to see how new floors will look in any space. It's easy. Just snap a picture and instantly see how those new floors will look in your room. Shopping for floors at a big box store can be frustrating. You might talk to somebody today who's been working in plumbing yesterday. Flooring is all that Empire Today does. We live and breathe flooring so you can be confident you're getting honest, upfront advice. Schedule a free home in estimate today. All listeners from CHGO can receive a $350 off discount. You read 350 bones? When they use the code CHGO, that's the code is CHGO. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. A discount of 350 bucks. Can't go wrong there. Absolutely not. Um, so, like, we've kind of mentioned a few times, Bulls home openers tonight. Yeah. And, again, this is the most exciting day for every Bull season. Uh, it it, especially since Derrick Rose left this team. Yeah. Uh, when so, D. Rose got hurt is how Phillies fans feel today. I disagree. So, worse? We felt worse? I think we felt worse. I know I sure as hell did. They still got the Eagles. Uh, yeah, exactly. They still have the Eagles. You're right. What I'm getting at here is that if you're like me, you you get excited for this because when I think of the Bulls, all I can think about is all the Jordans that I have, right? Right. Uh, and, like, I like to wear, like, I'm wearing my ones today. Like, they're one of my favorite pair of shoes. And, like, you, too, can have a shoe addiction like me thanks to Soul Savvy. All right? Uh, don't miss out on the biggest sneaker drops and download Soul Savvy the the drops app 
as they as they call it. Soul Savvy has been around since 2018, and their mission has always stayed the same: get sneakers into the hands of people who love them the most, like me. All right, the the drops by Soul Savvy app makes it easy to keep up with the latest news releases, raffles, and sales in the sneaker world. It is your one-stop shop for everything sneakers. Uh, never, you never miss a release again. You'll get instantly notified whenever your size is available to buy. They have free raffle management. Keep track of all the raffles that happen in sneakers with their raffle tracker. Uh, their release calendar is very useful. It's accurate. It's an accurate release calendar that will keep you updated on releases that are upcoming. Whether you're a casual buyer like maybe Luke or Ryan uh, or an all-out sneakerhead like me, uh, I mean, look at Cody, the graphic. The Soul Savvy sh- graphic has the pair yeah. of shoes that you're wearing, wearing today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I love their app. It's, it's the best. Go. But whether you're like me or like Luke or Ryan when it comes to shoes, um, Soul Savvy has something for you with uh, three different levels, the basic version, the mobile plus, or premium. I actually have the premium version. Uh, so one, uh, one big drop coming up. On October 28th, Soul okay. Savvy's dropping the Air Jordan 12 Cherry Shoes. Um, I know Nick has the, Nick Moriano has the 11s. 11s. But not the 12s. But not the 12s. I kind of, don't let me talk myself into them. Uh, be sure to check out the Drops mm. app to check them out. Um, sign up for Soul Savvy by clicking the links in the description below or by visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash chgo or head over to the App Store and download the Drops by Soul Savvy app. Yes, we finally are doing something with shoes at this company. I can't think of God the 12s, what the 12s look like. Now, I, you know, I have that pair because I mm-hmm. have Soul Savvy, too, and that's how I, you know, <laughs> linked up with the ones. Yeah. The OGs. Well, I don't know how to explain them to you, but I, they, I, they're... We'll they're, show you them after. Yeah. They're, they're, they're better than the 11s in terms of what they look like, in oh. my opinion. So if you want to look better than Nicholas Moriano... Yeah. Which is hard to do. Get that I, Soul Savvy. Nick, Nick Moriano uh, might be one of the best-looking guys in this office, so it's hard to do that. Right, and the hair powder and the gel that he <laughs> uses yeah, and all sure. that stuff and the shades. Yeah. That's very true. But anyway, yeah, like tonight I'll be at home watching the Bulls game and I'll be wearing my Jordans because that's just what I do, just for the opening night game, of course. For sure. <laughs> uh, you're checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast right now. Welcome to Meatball Island for all of those that have never seen or listened to our show before. <laughs> Today is Wild Thought Wednesday. Visiting. I'm just visiting meatball. <laughs> right. Ryan's just here because everybody likes a good meatball. It's on vacation. <laughs> Everyone meatball just likes island. a good meatball. Ryan, Ryan's not, Ryan might not be a meatball, but he smelled him as he was walking by the door, and he was like, I'm going to go check out Meatball Island. And here we are for Wild Thought Wednesday. What's the wildest thought? We, we, we're going to find a way to make the Cubs a World Series contender next year. It's going to take some bold thinking. We've said, like, they can't just go status quo and wait for the prospects to get good. Mm-hmm. they got to spend money. they got to make creative trades. And they have to draft right. Yeah. Well, right now, we're thinking about the other two. Signing guys and trading. But the creative part really is the trade portion, right? Mm-hmm. you got to find, how can you get a trade? How can you get your next Jake Arietta? Can you ever recreate anything like that again? <sighs> I don't know. But you better start working those avenues right now. So I said to Cody, what could we do for Wild Thought Wednesday? Who? Here's the deal. Teams don't make the World Series, and owners get cranky. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Owners get angry. And... So I started thinking, who are the trade partners that teams are? Well, we know the White Sox are going to start peddling more of their guys. So maybe Dylan Cease is a wild thought Wednesday one day. Uh, who would be another one? We said, well, who hasn't? Maybe the Astros start to break up that team because now their manager's going to be gone and I, their payroll's pretty expensive. We've said the Padres are probably going to have to start unloading players because it's too expensive for them. They can't stay up there in that payroll for too long. We've seen the Mets unload guys. What about the Blue Jays? The Blue Jays are a team that every year I sit here and say, all right, I'm picking the Blue Jays to finally uh, get to the World Series and win it. They're never there. Yeah. They're, they're known for their flops. They're, they're the uh, LeBron of the, of, the end, of the Major League Baseball. They're flopping all the time. <laughs> they have been major postseason disappointments. Yeah. The they got to mix things years. up. Yeah. They tried it. They made, they've made trades before, right? Mm. 
who would the Blue Jays be willing to trade to the Cubs that we'd be interested in acquiring? And Cody throws out, looks at me, right in the eyes, dead in the eyes. Cody Del Mendo looked me in the eyes and said, Vlad Jr. And I laughed. I'll admit I laughed. You did. But then Cody started throwing out facts. You want to tell me some of the facts why this is... Not F-A-X facts. No. F-A-C-T-S. Yes. Real, these like are the real Ryan facts. facts. Yeah, yeah, these are ones. factual facts. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about facts? These are facts. All right. Uh, I brought up Vlad Jr. Because, again, what Luke said related to a team that needs to shake it up. Well, Vlad Jr. is coming off his worst season of his career, arguably, outside of his rookie year um, when he was just 20 years old. He had played 123 games. But... This past year, he only he only missed six games. He played 156 games. So he was 20, available. He was available. He wasn't hurt. All right. 26 homers, 78 runs scored, 94 RBIs in uh, 682 at-bats or play appearances, 9.8 walk rate, which is above league average, 14.7% K rate, which is well below league average. That's very good, actually, especially with the go with that walk rate. Uh, 264 batting average, 345 on base, and a 440 slugging, a 118 weighted runs created, plus the same as Ian Happ, as we mentioned yesterday. Uh, but a 1.0 mm-hmm. F war, and I want to say that the defense is because of part of it is because of the defense. He was awful defense. He was awful defense. They had minus 13 outs above average at first base. Well, we got a spot for him. <laughs> DH. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm. My reasoning for bringing him up is that for his standards, right? Two years ago, the guy was a 6.3 F war. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He hit 48 bombs in 2021, drove in 111, and uh, you know had a 166 way to runs created plus with a 311 batting average, 401 on base, and 601 slugging. That's, that's the peak. That's, that's the peak. Thing is, is that that year he was 22 years old. This year he was 24. So in eight, like this, and two years later, he's fallen that far down. Um, again, 26 homers still good. Drove in 94. The slash line is is fine. I would like for him. I would like the slugging to be well above 500. Um, but the reason I think that perhaps you could trade for him is next year will be year three of arbitration. So he's two more years mm. of control, and. Again, the Blue Jays need to shake things up, and he just he just hasn't been it for two years. I mean, even the year before, it was a 2.9 F4. Comparably to the 6.3 that he had, you know, in 2021, he's trended down since then. And again, with only two years left control, they, this is probably the most value they could get for him right now, I guess, unless they, you know, ideally they're probably thinking, oh, he's going to get back to what, like at least, yeah. at least 2020 two standards like a three war player maybe next like the next the year. it's not a fall as, it's not a fall as bad as bellinger right. had right but when you go from six to three to one basically in f war it's a steady decline offensively yeah. even though the old school numbers that i like to look at tell you oh he's still a pretty good player right. so the blue jays might think cody well we're not gonna sell low we're not gonna sell mm-hmm. that's okay what if the Cubs are willing to still buy high on the guy? Because that's they've got to make he's, a bold move. He's going to be 25 you gotta, next year. You see year. a guy who's he's trending young. down, and you're yeah. still willing to pay up, even yeah. though the numbers tell you maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. That, well, I, mean, I, I think that's the exact scenario that the Blue Jays are selling him for, is like he's still only 24. When does he turn 25? Like not – I don't know when exactly. He's, young. He turns he's still young and not in his prime yet. Like that. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be 25 March 16th. There you go. So, like, right at the start, right, right, right before start the start of, the of next season, he'll be 25. Well, we could give them a, a young Christopher Morrell who's just <laughs> as young. So, yeah. but and I, his so numbers are going up. I think the he, Blue Jays would look at it as he's a young guy, had a couple downer seasons, but it's still a pretty great bat. Uh, maybe the defense – uh, who knows if it ever gets there, but they're going to be selling him on. He's 25, still an elite bat, like, and he's only he's only going to get closer to his prime with two more years of control left. I think that's how they're going to be selling it. Oh, the right. price tag. I'm not saying the price tag would be cheap, but uh, when you look at numbers, what Cubs players had similar f wars to Vlad Guerrero Jr. last year? Similar. Now I would have never, I wouldn't even have thought to look at this until so, Cody. Guys like like so Dansby, Nico, Cody, Bellinger, Ian Happ, Say Suzuki were all above three. Uh, all, all above all three. better F 
wins above replacement yeah. on fan graphs and then you had Vlad Guerrero Jr. You had Mike Talkman at 1.8. Talkman better. Christopher Morrell at 1.4, who we, we know Morrell was better. Didn't never really play, uh, found a home at defense and wasn't great uh, whenever Potentially he Potentially could have had a there. higher wins above replacement. That's right, Rick Dallas Morrell yeah. better than Vlad. Uh, That's what we're saying. Jan <laughs> Gomes. Straight up trade. Jan Gomes exactly won. Uh, wins above replacement, according to Fangrass, so the same. And Nick Madrigal was at oh, here's the one. 0. 0.9. So ju- just below. So what we're saying on this podcast, for those of you <laughs> no, in that's... Toronto, is that Nick Madrigal is just slightly less valuable than Vlad Guerrero no, Jr. That's, that's what Luke Stuckmeyer is saying on this podcast. Right now we're telling Don't let you. let the facts get in the way of good stuff. F4 tells you that right now Vlad Guerrero is just slightly better than Nick Madrigal if you want to make that trade straight up. Well, so I, <laughs> I can't la- stop laughing. Madrigal and Morrell for Vlad Guerrero Jr. Done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I agree that you still have to pay a decent price because he, he, yeah. he, he is young. He is, yeah. he is young. Um, but again, you're, I think, considering the, the contract situation, I don't know how much time they have left to, because I don't know if they'll extend them. It's not like the Blue Jays are known to like be giving out massive contracts. OTs. I know they paid George Springer, um, but they, they still have to, I don't, I don't think Bichette, uh, his contract, I think he's, he's, he's got two more years on his contract. Yeah, like, the point is they got to mix it up. If they it's gotta not mix him, it then up, finally yeah. tell me Bo Bichette. Can Bo Bichette play third? Yeah. You want to give up on Bo Bichette? I'll roll the dice there too. Yeah, like that. That's kind of my thinking too. Is just like they need to change things up there, or they're going to end up like the Cubs between 2018 and 2020. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that. The Cubs have a hole at first base, and I, again, we just highlighted that he hasn't been good defensively at first base. But man, if this guy hits, at the very least, you got you got you you can put him at DH if 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 it gets so bad at first base. You know Let's what say I mean? what they ask for is is sort of crazy, right? You're mm-hmm. you're like ah, I'm not going to give up on these three four prospects. Would you rather bet on a guy that hit 48 bombs at 22 in Major League Baseball, or would you rather bet on the four prospects who have never played at Major League Baseball's level? I'll be honest with you. I'd be willing to give away some pretty decent prospects to bet that Vlad Guerrero Jr. can bounce back just mm-hmm. closer to that six-war player than any of those players ever will. Do you think that they'd have to give, like, you know how Sarami said yesterday that they wouldn't have to give up, like, PCA and Horton? Because, for, because for he's so- closer Soto? to being a free agent? I th- yeah, I think and the money. I think it's a similar situation, and I think I think it may be less for Vlad than what you're, you had to go for Soto because Soto... I think Soto's a better player. I do too. Um, but just overall, I, I again like I I agree with Sarami that like the tippy top guys in the system are 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 those like like those guys don't get traded anymore. As a, when you think about like a decade ago, what the Cubs were doing, uh, get, like bringing prospects in like Addison Russell and some of those guys, like teams don't do that anymore. And so like especially for guys like so they're both what two more years or Soto's one year of control. Two years? What am I looking at? Soto, one year? One year control, control. yeah. It's like as Vlad does have two, so maybe that ups the the price a little bit. But I don't think for either of those guys you're giving up the tippy-top I love the, in the system. I love the chat. It's Rick, called Rick Dow says Morrell would have hit 48 if he gave him the whole season. I disagree, but I, I love, I disagree this. I love too, the energy. But, <laughs> but if, if, if the Blue Jays were looking for prospects and somebody that had been in the major leagues that has, you know, maybe, maybe a ceiling up there, all right, so they want Morrell to replace the, the big swing bat for Vlad Guerrero. They want uh, the Canadian, Owen Casey. They want him off your list. They want uh, Jackson Ferris, one of your pitching prospects. Mm-hmm. They asked for those three guys and Patrick Wiz, what, whatever the may. I, I don't know what the deal is. I'm just saying I agree with Cody. At the winter meetings or the GM meetings, it would behoove Jed to be like, hey, Toronto. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? Yeah. It, make Tell me what you want me to offer you for Vlad Guerrero Jr. Tell me what you want me to offer you for Bo Bichette, if he can play third. I don't know that he can play third. But if he could play third, what would it take? Yeah. They've, yeah. Got, some, they've got some really interesting players. And, it, and again, it has everything to do with the fact that they just need to change things up. Yep. And, and the Cubs need to be bold. And the Cubs need to be bold, man. Yeah. Like, I, Vlad... Vlad Jr. at his peak is one of the best players in the league. At, at his peak. And, and the thing sure. is, it's like it's not like he's 
you know, 27, 28. He's going to be 25 next year. Like, just like Juan Soto's 25 years old. The only difference is, is that Juan Soto has consistently been one of the best players in the league his entirety of being in baseball. And, and Vlad Jr., he had one really, really great season. And even though the defense hasn't been good the last few years, and he's had some, you know, the power numbers have dipped considerably because 48... 32, then 26, that makes you a little concerned. But at, at the age, and maybe that changes scenery a little bit, and, you know, whatever else. Like, And and you get him for two years of control, too. Cody Bellinger was once one of the greatest players in baseball, too. And all of a sudden, he became available. Mm-hmm. Chris Bryant was one of the best players in baseball. MVP. He became available. Players become available. Big-name guys... It doesn't take long for a team to be like, ah, I wonder if this is the time to move this guy. Yeah. At least kick the tires on some of these players. You've got to go to the teams that are frustrated by their failure and say, how about we, how about we work together? How about we make something work here? Let's make our fan base Blue happy. Jays fan in the chat. <laughs> it says, we are keeping Taves, Vladdy. So are it's Juan Soto, not Vladdy. Um, the whole chat oh, is it's turning. Jonathan Taves, apparently. <laughs> the whole chat is turning on you, yeah. uh, Stucky. The whole like, chat is against how's me. How's it yeah, feel? Barb, because everyone's Barb, always Rick turning on you. says I'm in, um, taking edibles. Listen, this isn't even my idea. It's Cody's. I'm just saying I sort of agree with the guy. <laughs> it's not uh, a bad idea. It's not. This is this is Wild Thought Wednesday. It's what yeah. happens on a it's Wednesday. Not that I'm, it's not like we're sitting here reporting that it's going to happen. But <laughs> no. don't tell me you're not going to get up for Vlad. Vlad Jr. on this uh, on opening day, if he's on this roster, like he's one of the best power hitters in the yeah, league. This isn't Milk Toast Monday. This is Wild Thought Wednesday. Why not Vlad Guerrero Jr.? Milk Toast. Um, yeah. Well, Garrett said his bat is trash. I I disagree very wholeheartedly. I think he's still a very good hitter. I mean, he had a 118 WRC plus, and we're talking about him having a down year, right? Right. Yes. Like so, um, it's I, just I, trending down. I don't know. It's and all, his strikeout and walk rates. Are, are great are great yeah yes. it's always just so hard like the way trade markets evolve even just in a single year but just like over time mm-hmm. to really project what a team what one individual team is looking for for certain players right mm-hmm. um so i i couldn't tell you what the blue jays want would want for vladimir Guerrero jr even if he is uh um, right. available which i don't think they're going to make him available for Cheap. So he's not necessarily available, is what you're saying? I don't think he, I don't think he's I don't think he's one of the guys they're shopping around. Is in my I opinion. don't either, but it, I think I most either. players in baseball are available well, if you available make, if you the make right the right price. Up, for the right price. For sure, everyone is, but that's what I'm saying. Like they're not going to be shopping around Vlad. But like you said, if Jed reaches out and says like, "What you know is is Vlad potentially available? What do you want for him?" Like, sure, that they, that could happen. But um, if they wanted PCA, would you would you? Cough up PCA for Vlad Guerrero Jr. Come on, probably not. One, I would. I, I one, one guy, one guy was a superstar at twenty two already know. at Major League. Well, Baseball. it depends on if that's all you have to give up. I, I just, I'd flip just PCA for Vlad. Yeah, Jr. yeah. But if you're telling me I have to, yeah, you know, flip four fair. more, four, three other guys, no. Yeah. That's fair, but I, I think I think if we're looking at it like based off like the like the season, like because it's all about what have you done for me lately. And yeah, he's he's drove runs in, he's hit homers, all this. But yeah, it's not like he's at his peak right now. I, well, I, I don't, I don't think PCA for Vlad Guerrero Jr. is it anyway. But like, you're also you're not giving up PCA, <laughs> but you're giving up uh, lesser prospects, quote unquote, yeah. just because they're not their number one prospect in the system. But you're giving up two or three of those guys. Owen Casey versus back to Canada. Your, Canadian fans would love Owen Casey. Geez. So I don't. That's why I don't like doing this because he just throws crazy crap in the air. And I'm well, he like, does it wild on Wednesday. It's not me. It's Cody's fault. He's <laughs> okay. He brought the, it up. My, the the actual the idea. idea of trading for Vlad isn't crazy. No. What you're saying and uh, what the trade should be is yes. It's a little crazy. I don't think you have to send four guys to oh, get Vlad Jr. I don't think definitely you not would for either. like top tier guys. Yeah. Like but it's maybe, what I said at the top of the podcast. Like. They better start thinking about our okay. Can can I afford to take a gamble on Vlad Guerrero Jr. for these prospects? Hey man, one game. They finished one game ahead of you, and they're in the World Series. I think having Vlad Guerrero Jr. on your team might be worth some prospects. 
Yeah, I'm not sitting here saying that you don't send prospects, a prospect or two for Vlad Jr. Maybe throw in a major league player. But I, I'm not going all in. Like, <laughs> I don't think sending you, anyone, pot, like anyone on the farm for for Vlad Jr. I'd rather. I'm not going to get the whole farm. Well, no. But what about what about the silo? Okay, maybe. You are, <laughs> you are killing me right now. Silo. I'd give up the silo. The chicken coop. Would you give the chicken? I'd coop get too? the chick. I'd sell the chicken coop too. Oh man. I'd trade the chicken coop and the silo for Vlad Guerrero Jr. <laughs> oh, so well, at least we can agree to disagree. It's good. It's healthy. It's good. it's healthy. All right, we're oh. ba- we're back to reality as we grade. Uh, Edward Mike Dub says uh, Madrigal and Bodie for Vlad. Who says no? I like it. <laughs> the chat is the chat is so angry with this segment. They don't it's, like it. <laughs> don't like. Yeah. Just Garrett, wait till the Garrett next wild heated. wild card Wednesday or wild card Wednesday. Oh man, that was ah uh, just live a little, folks. Man, we need you to get we need to get to the full off season so we have yeah. actual things. Everybody to Everybody relax. About. Uh, Maybe take a trip to Sunnyside. You know what I'm saying? Everybody go to Sunnyside. <laughs> get get your feels on. Absolutely, you're gonna need to. Uh, if we keep having these types of conversations, <laughs> uh, Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your football season. Basketball season starts tonight. Hockey season, just every season, to be honest with you. No matter where you are on your cannabis journey, easy online ordering and in-store pickup. And on top of that, they have a great transparent loyalty program called Sunnyside Rewards. It's Illinois' favorite dispensary. Some of the favorites include Mindy's, which has the best tasting gummy and chocolate edibles created by James Beard Award winning chef Mindy Siegel and Cresco Labs. Good news, Cresco, high supply, floral uh, wonder, and a lot more. So, uh, you know, check those out. They have some of the, again, some of the best uh, out there through th- October 31st, head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. That's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code, pick up everything you need to elevate your, your football season, basketball season, baseball season, what, whatever season it is. It doesn't matter. Um, must be 21 plus or an Illinois med card holder. Luke. Yesterday, we talked about trading for Juan Soto. Mm -hmm. Why not consider trading for Vlad Guerrero Jr.? That's all we were saying. That is all we were saying. That's all all we're really saying. (laughs) You were just taking it to another level. Well, I started throwing names around. But uh, Taves has turned it around here in the live chat now saying, wow, if you re-signed Bellinger and you added Vlad Guerrero. You did say that. Okay, now you've made yourself what we're asking for, a serious contender going into next season. What you really want to do, though, is drive around and think about it before you make any big deal. Are you in the market for a new vehicle? If you are, we have some great news for you. This is Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Fox Lake, and they have joined the CHGO team. At Ray's CDJR, you're always able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now, during Ram Power Days at Ray's CDJR, only in Fox Lake, you're able to secure zero financing or 17% off new Ram models. Again, 0% financing or 17% off new Ram models, but that's not all. Now, through Halloween, October 31st, explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of limited time, seven-year anniversary savings. So if you're in the market for a new vehicle, then check out our team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they are the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com today. Serving the community since 1963. Ram Power Days. Nice. That was good. That was was from, from deep down, like, even with a cold, <laughs> even with a cold, even with a cold. Uh, <laughs> Cody, how about a DraftKings pick of the week that's oh. wilder than the idea of trading for Vlad Guerrero Jr.? I may have one or ten bets on the Bulls game tonight, um, but the one that I really like the most, unfortunately, is not a Bulls player, is a Thunder player, and it is Chet Holmgren to go. Oh, to score the skinny 50. guy, the tall skinny yeah, guy. Yeah, from Gonzaga. Yeah. I have him to score 15 points tonight at plus 210. 
He was like their number two overall pick yeah. la- uh, last year, and then he missed all of the season because of an injury. So this is tech like tonight's technically his first career NBA game. He had a good preseason. I think the market's low, so give me Chet Holmgren to score 15 tonight. If you want a Bulls pick, uh, I like Nikola Vucevic points, rebounds, and assists. I think it's the the total is 31 and a half. Vooch, I like him to go Vooch. over. Vooch, yeah. Vooch is back, isn't he? Vooch is back. I think I think Vooch goes 20 and 10 tonight at least. Oh yeah. Okay. That'd be nice. That'd be nice to see. So yeah, there's two. I get instead of one, I gave you two. Big of me. Credit to me. Credit to Cody. <laughs> uh, Mike Dubs had the same bet. All right, uh, report cards. We got a little bit of time left for a report card today. We've got time for one. We're gonna grade Adbert Alzali. We talked to him at uh, Cubs convention. We're like, "What do you think?" He said, "I'd like you know, all vibes are equal. I'd like to be the closer. That's what I get the most choose from." Sure enough. Partway through the season, they finally made him the closer. Yeah. Cody, look at these grades. I am once, once again, again the lowest. <laughs> yeah. Cody's the low man, Ryan's the high man, and I'm in the middle. See, I, I mean, it's not much B, different. B plus, B minus. Right. Like, I think, I think if, if you were to go lower than a B minus, I think those reasonings aren't necessarily his fault. Like, to me... They they gave like they rode Michael Fulmer as the closer for way too long, and Albert Alzale should have been the closer sooner. Uh, I also, you know, can't you if you you got to factor in the injury at the end of the year. I mean, him being hurt was a big part of why they didn't make playoffs. They didn't have anyone to. You know, it led to them overusing Julian Merriweather too. It's been the biggest right? problem of his career. Yeah, right. But all yeah. the time. He, I mean, this was the best year of his career. He, he, you know, he had a 2.67 earn run average. Uh, he appeared in 58 games, which is a career high. Um, I know this was like his first full year as a reliever, but, um, you know, this was the, this was the year where uh, we finally got to see some, some things that, you know, the, what we all hoped that he could be. And I would say he definitely, for me at least, exceeded expectations just because, we went into the year and we were thinking maybe he could be the closer by the end of the year, but we just weren't really sure how they were going to manage the bullpen. Um, I I know going into the year I was optimistic about um, you know some of the guys on the farm coming up and maybe making a huge impact. Um, I'm st- like Daniel Palencia is a, is a, is a is a name that I that I've mentioned many times that I thought maybe a, at some point could be the closer, um, but obviously a lot of those guys didn't work out. Uh, or at least they sh- they had their struggles and they have to go back to the drawing board and figure out how to how to be effective at the major league level. Alzelay, I mean, no matter what role they had him in the bullpen, he excelled at it pretty well. I just I dink him a little bit on the injury at the end of the year because mm-hmm. the best ability is availability. Um, and it's not like he was an all star closer or anything like that. He was good. He had. I, I, I believe he finished the year with the most saves in the second half of the season. So he did his job, but was he lights out? Did you feel like it was over when he went out there? Sometimes, yes, but I wouldn't say consistently I felt like that, especially as time went on. But so like I, I guess for me now, it's like how can you build off this? How can you get to like that next level if you really are going to be the Cubs' closer? I don't know if he can do it. I don't know if this is the peak. I hope it's not because what we saw is really good, but I think it can be better. And that's why for me it was a B minus because I think I have I, I wanna see more. I wanna see I wanna see something that really like I wanna see like what I saw from like Kevin Ginkle last night for the Diamondbacks Ooh. going the eighth inning and striking out the side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wanna see more strikeouts mm-hmm. from from Abbott in the late innings, man. Like that you wanna talk about why the Diamondbacks got to where they were? They were striking dudes out. Whether it was their starting pitcher, Fat, who had like nine, Ginkle going out there, striking out the side in the eighth inning, and then Seawall going out there and then closing the door. You know what I mean? Like that I know the Cubs Cubs as a as a whole as a bullpen had were in the top five or six in terms of total strikeouts overall. But I feel like a lot of like I know Colada, he's 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 not high on Alzale as a closer. It's probably because he's not striking out a lot of guys, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, that's that's what I want. I want to see more strikeouts if he's going to be an eighth or a ninth inning guy. Um, so, yeah, I 
it was a good season. It was higher than what I expected, but I, 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 I want more. I definitely think I'm higher on what Owsley was able to do this year than Cody is. Um, Obviously. <laughs> based, yeah, off the grade. based off the grade. Based right? off the grade. Um, <laughs> I, I mean. But still in the B family. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I definitely, and the same as you, like, had to ding him a little bit because of um, September and just getting, you know, obviously injury, the best availability, best abilities, availability, mm-hmm. um, health plays a factor in, in, in my grade too. Um, so dinged him a little bit, but I, I mean, you looked at what he was able to do this year. He converted, was it 22 out of his first 23 save opportunities? And he didn't even get his first save opportunity till May 6th, I want to say it was. So I remember like looking at it and there was a point in time when it was 22 out of 23, I want to say. And out of every reliever that had had that many save opportunities, like it was like two or three guys maybe throughout baseball had uh, as high as a conversion rate on saves. So like he, for a good portion of the season, was pitching or was closing games at an elite level. Like I'm not saying he's an elite closer, but he was pitching and saving games, closing out games at an elite level as at the same level as some of the guys like who the, who the Reds um, – the Reds closer, I can't remember his, his last name. Oh, Diaz. Rob Dibble. Yeah, Diaz. Who? What? Rob Dibble. Oh, I thought you said nipple. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, I'm going back too far. Yeah, anyway. Uh, My bad. But he was oh. doing that. <laughs> My bad. And, um, you know, one of the other things that I really love to see out of Adbert this year, what's what's been his biggest issue that we've seen while well, he's been a starting pitcher? Struggled against lefties. Struggled yeah. against lefties, right? He didn't put up, like, elite numbers against lefties this year, but everything across the board was down from, like, I mean, look at his 20, 2021, which is he missed all of 2022. Mm-hmm. So 2021 was his last full season. Lefties hit had a 924 OPS against him. This year he got it down to a 725. Are those still, like, you, do you want to see better numbers out of that? For sure. But I think what he – Taking it down, what almost two hundred percentage points, whatever, however you say that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It went from nine twenty four to seven twenty five in a year. Me and Brendan, you know, wrote a story earlier in the season in June. You can go check it out on allchgo.com if you want. Um, <laughs> on our new, brand new website, which looks really cool. It does. Sign but, up to be a diehard. Can me, me and Brendan like took a deep dive on the numbers and, and his pitch metrics and all that stuff, and you could see he made very real strides in. Um, working to get those lefties out which is why he had so much success as a closer this year I mean I'm with you I want to see more and I don't know if he I don't know if when this team is a world series contender that he is the closer but he showed real strides in a new role right like a role he didn't really have before at the major league level except for the end of 2021 when he came back uh, just straight up one inning maybe two innings but a high leverage back in the game type role he never he never had that at the major league level, and for most of the season he thrived in that. When he finally got that opportunity, he thrived. He made real strides as a reliever, as a closer, um, and so I, I think that was a it was a very good season for him. It wasn't a level, right? But I I thought it was where we've been giving guys B's and and whatever. Like yeah. I thought B plus fit for Adbert because of the strides he showed, the the level he was pitching at for a long stretch of the season. Um, I, I really liked what I saw out of him this year, and I think he, whether it's closing games or eighth inning, set up man, whatever, when this team is ready to win, he's going to be right in the mix of that back-end uh, yeah. reliever group. Yeah, you guys both make good points. I, I like Cody's point that when he comes into the game, maybe it's not enough strikeouts for a closer, yeah, and I fair. don't necessarily feel like uh, you know Kenny freaking Powers is coming to the game or Mariano Rivera, but I feel pretty good that he is coming to the game. 22 out of 23, good point. That's why I land right in the middle yeah. with a solid B. I will say the fist pump after the game mm. has me leaning closer to the B plus <laughs> than it does the B minus, but I'm going to land right in the middle with a B because I think he exceeded my average expectation for this season. The injury at the end, while not his fault, it definitely it definitely cost the Cubs. And again, they finished one game behind the team that's going to the World Series. So, we want him to be durable, which something he hasn't necessarily been in his career, mm-hmm. but it was still a good season. On the mound, when he was on the mound, 
he definitely made progress. It was his best Absolutely. season of his career, for sure, for sure, when he was on the mound. So yeah. I think a B is a fair grade. Yeah, I maybe, think, maybe. And the strikeout, like you guys are said, that's very fair. He didn't have high strikeout numbers, but he also – he has his walk rate – was crazy low. I was looking at it right now. Um, his walk rate is in the 92nd percentile in baseball. Like, that's crazy low number. Uh, and for a closer, I mean, some of the best relievers are guys that have a lot of strikeouts but do walk a lot of guys. So do you want Adbert Ozzelay to strike out a bunch of guys? Absolutely, if he's going to be the closer. But are you at least comfortable with it because he also doesn't walk a lot of guys? That offsets a little bit. I I mean, we'll see if he can improve that strikeout number moving forward and sure. still keep the walk rate low. Like, that's not an easy thing to do. Right. Um, but, like, I, I think I, – I just think he made real strides this season as a back-end guy and showed that, again, when this team is ready to win, like, he's he's got potential to be a very trusted reliever for him. Yeah. No, I – Maybe my B minus is a little too low. No. Oh, watch out, no, Kalada's no, I, I gonna call you. I, gonna say you're going I'm not changing. Uh, I'm not he landed changing. it right in the middle. He's yeah. he's definitely in the B range. I don't yeah. think he's an A. I don't think he's a C. He's somewhere in the B range. I'll be interested to see what grade we give Wisniewski. By the way, that bobblehead you can get at Foco. If you want to get fitted with the best sports gear around, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Maybe it's an Aloha shirt. Maybe it's a hoodie for the winner. Our set decorations, a lot of them come from FOCO. That's They hook us up. Check out FOCO.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. We still got to see if they get that Schwarmer bobblehead. <laughs> still got to check it out. <laughs> still got to check it out. Yeah, and while we're just talking about checking things out, check out DraftKings. Ooh. NBA oh. fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Cody, what'd you say your Bulls bets were? Uh, I'm taking uh, – well, here, I'll just give you the three. I'm taking Zach Levine over two-and-a-half threes because the team's nice. planning to shoot more threes this year, and know. he has the most volume. He takes the most sure. threes of anyone well, on yep. the team. Uh, Vooch over 31-and-a-half points, rebounds, and assists. And then the other – the last one is Patrick Williams over 10-and-a-half points. He has gone hmm. over that total against the Thunder in every game of his career against the Thunder except for one. Okay. Well, if you want to just go make it easy, they got on DraftKings the Bulls at minus two and a half. The money line's at minus one thirty-five. So, Bulls are favored apparently in this game. We'll see. We'll see how that one goes. But basketball is more fun again. when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code CHGO. New customers can get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly for betting just five dollars. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Lake Charles in Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdic- jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The doozy, huh? Why'd you give me that? <laughs> Wanted to see what Missouri taught you. Ah, Wanted see. to see what Mizzou taught you there. That's that's the type of stuff you got to get boots on the ground and learn it firsthand. That's you don't learn that in college. How to fly through that thing? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Woo! The fact that I've read it as many times just shows what uh, all the the grind and the grit that they have at the Harvard of the Midwest. Right. Well, Cody dreams about that. I dream about yeah, reading he's that. Like, in his dreams, he's like Boot Hill Casino, Kansas. <laughs> Uh, I'll let the facts get in the way of listen, a good story. We're back here again, live 120 tomorrow for another uh, CHGO Cubs podcast. What you learned today, uh, that the Rangers 
are in the World Series, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. We got? Diamondbacks are in the World Series, and yep. Vlad Guerrero Jr. probably going to be traded to the Cubs, according to somebody. According somewhere. to this podcast. Not really. <laughs> to one person on this podcast. <laughs> just just, <laughs> one just and a half. Wild Thought Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> who, yeah. who, who's winning? Who's winning the, the, the World, World Series? Series? Yeah, who's winning? I think the Rangers finally win a World Series. I'm but, boy, I mean, I, how can you doubt a Diamondbacks team that took out the Brewers, Dodgers, and Phillies? How can you doubt them at this point? Yeah. Either one's know. a good story. Yeah. They'll, they'll I'll be, be the company be man and say the Diamondbacks will win. Big of me. Oh, you're actually rooting for the company this time. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I mean, again, I, I was rooting for the Diamondbacks last night because, like, all right, company-wise, I'd rather see PHNX have some success because PHLY just launched. I didn't so. say I was rooting for the Rangers. I'll root for the Diamondbacks. Okay. Who do I think actually is going to win? I really do think the Diamondbacks are going to win the World Series. I think the Rangers are going to take this one. I'm with you, Luke. We'll see. We'll That's see. Gonna, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a fun series. Hopefully six games. And we'll get at least six games out of it. I love. That'd be nice. I love a, I love a long series. Who's next? Hawks? I look forward to Sox. the, the Sox are coming up next uh, here at, live on YouTube. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast. Uh, live at 1.20 tomorrow, Barb. We hope to see you then. Until then, fly the W. Mm-hmm. 